parties and movies and the lake, to the pools of friends, and on long, aimless drives after Gilbert got off work at his father's bookstore. Gilbert didn't have a car, so Rafe did the driving. His grandfather had given him his immaculate old Buick convertible as a reward for getting into Yale. Marianne leaned against him with her bare, fine-boned feet up on the dash while Gilbert sprawled like a pasha in the back and handed out the beers and passed ironic comment on whatever attracted his notice. Gilbert was deeply ironic. At the high school, where he and Rafe had been classmates, the yearbook editors voted him most cynical. That pleased him. Gilbert believed disillusionment to be the natural consequence, even the duty of a mind that could cut through the official version to the true nature of things. He made it his business to take nothing on trust, to respect no authority but that of his own judgment, and to be elegantly unsurprised at the grossest crimes and follies, especially those of the world's anointed. Marianne listened to what he said, even when she seemed to be occupied with Rafe. Gilbert knew this, and he knew when he'd managed to shock her. She clenched her hands, blinked rapidly, and a red splotch, vivid as a birthmark, appeared on the milky skin of her neck. She wasn't hard to shock. Her father, a captain in the Coast Guard, was the squarest human being Gilbert had ever met. One night, when he and Rafe were waiting for Marianne, Captain McCoy stared at Gilbert's sandals and asked what he thought about the beatniks. <laughs> Mrs. McCoy had doilies all over the house and pictures of kittens and the Holy Land and dogs playing poker, and in the toilets these chemical gizmos that turned the water blue. Gilbert felt sorry for Marianne whenever he took a leak at her house. In early August, Rafe went fishing in Canada with his father. He left Gilbert the keys to the Buick and told him to take care of Marianne. Gilbert recognized this as what the hero of a war movie says to his drab sidekick before leaving on the big mission. Rafe delivered his instructions while he was in his room packing for the trip. Gilbert lounged on the bed watching him. He wanted to talk, but Rafe was playing his six-record set of Il Pagliacci, which Gilbert didn't believe he really liked, though Rafe made occasional humming noises, as if he knew the whole score by heart. Gilbert thought he was taking up opera the same way he'd taken up squash that winter, as an accessory. He lay back and was silent while Rafe went about his business. He was graceful and precise assembling his gear without waste of motion or hesitation as to where things were. At one point he...